why is it important to discuss final wishes with loved ones? Well, I think first and foremost, we want to make sure that we abide by what your wishes are. You know, whatever you want to have happen, and this could be a variety of things like your healthcare choices, what you want to have done with your money, you know, what your goals with your money are, what your funeral or burial wishes are, things like that. Those are the types of things that you should be discussing with your loved ones. And really the most important people that you're discussing these with are the people who are going to be involved. Um, your spouse, it could be your kids, um, whoever you have in charge, like as power of attorney or as executor, those are the people you should be having these discussions with. And trust me, I understand that these are not fun conversations to have. This isn't necessarily a conversation that you may want to have like over Thanksgiving dinner, you know, because it's, it's a little uncomfortable, but I promise you in having that conversation with your loved ones, you really solve a lot of potential issues in the future um, because then it makes them aware of what they could expect. And if anything happens to you, if you find yourself in like a crisis situation, your loved ones are better able to react in that situation because they, they have an idea of where your documents are, what your expectations are. One of, one of the things on our outline here that we should talk about is where do you store your important documents, like powers of attorney, wills, trusts, things like that. That's a question we get asked all the time. I actually don't recommend that you store those documents in a safe deposit box. A lot of people think that you should. I recommend that you don't, um, mainly because if anything happens to you, whether you just, you know, you don't have capacity for a period of time or if you pass away, banks can be very difficult in, in working with your loved ones so that they have access to that safe deposit box. And they might not even have authority to enter that safe deposit box because they don't have the power of attorney or the will to show the bank that they, that you gave them that legal authority. So it's kind of like a catch 22. Um, I actually think a fire safe box or a fire safe, um, a, a fireproof safe would be the best place to store those um, at home. Jenna, maybe something to mention in here is not just like how to have the conversation or why to have the conversation about like documents and all that, but like what kind of conversations to have with our loved ones? What's important for us to communicate? What do we have to communicate? And the reality is we look at it, what do you have to communicate with your family? Nothing. There's nothing that you absolutely have to share with your family members, but trust us, <laughs> if you do communicate with them, with your final wishes, what do you want to happen after you pass away? What do you want to happen if you don't pass away and get sick and need care? All of that makes the journey a little bit, actually a lot easier. Um, a lot of times we're seeing families that um, never had the conversation and now, um, you know, dad needs nursing home care. He um, doesn't have the capacity to tell anybody what he wants and the family's trying to piece it together. Well, one time, 20 years ago, dad said this, so I think this might be what he wanted. Um, and, and I know that we're dealing with a lot of people who, um, keep things very private. Um, that's how we grew up. That's, you know, what we were told to do to not talk about things openly. Um, 
But I promise you, if you do <laughs> share things with your family, or if you don't feel comfortable with your family, with your law, your, your elder law firm, um, your attorney, um, those wishes can really be carried out at a later time, whether it's how you receive care, where you receive care or don't receive care, um, or what happens after you pass away. Do you want um, to be cremated? Do you want to um, be buried? Where do you want that to look like? Do you want to have a service? There's so many things that are so easy to not talk about. I mean, nobody wants to talk about these. I know my husband says I'm so like, it's so like disturbing the things I talk about because, you know, we don't want to talk about these things. Like it's, it's just easy to tuck them aside, but it's really important to have the conversations. Uh, How would you recommend (laughs) kind of you break the ice and and get started with that conversation. Do you, any recommendations? Well, one way is to do it when you're meeting with your attorney. Um, for instance, I met with a family today, um, husband, wife, two kids, and they brought both the kids with them. And it was wonderful. So we were able to kind of say, all right, like we have to talk about these things. We know it's really hard, but we have to talk about these things. So we were able to kind of outline and break the ice and really have the conversation go. And it was a fantastic conversation. And I know it was um, relieving for the parents. And it was also um, very helpful for their children to really know, because they really didn't know, but they needed to know. Another time I think is when your family is witnessing another family going through the long-term care process or going through like a dementia or something like that. Because unfortunately, we see more and more families going through situations like that. So I think that's definitely a nice icebreaker because really it could happen to anybody. We were talking about uh, the safety deposit box. What about electronic storage? That's a great question. And I do think it's a good idea to have your estate planning documents available electronically, especially, I mean, we're in in an electronic world now, so you need easy access to them. It's also a very good idea, though, for your loved ones to know where you're keeping the originals, especially that original financial power of attorney and the original last will and testament, because there could be times where you do need the originals. An electronic copy will not be as easy to work with as the original document. Banks in particular, they want to see an original financial power of attorney before they give your loved ones the right to act as power of attorney. So you will still need to know where those originals are, but having electronic copies, I think is also great. 